Hello, everybody. This is Tom Eckert here. You're listening to my podcast, Numerology, a GPS for the soul. This is your place to learn about the true power of numerology and how to use it to bring out the best in yourself, understand your loved ones better, take wise decisions, and prepare for your future. In other words, how to live your life aligned with your true destiny. Take your time to educate yourself and share these podcasts with your friends and family so they too can enjoy the great benefits of numerology. Enjoy! Hello there and welcome to all my listeners. I am very, very excited to record today's episode as it is a new kind of concept that I'm trying where I'm going to be reading or analyzing the charts, the numerology charts of three of my listeners through a raffle that has been done. Freestyle without preparation. But before anything else, if you are new here, then welcome. In this podcast, we discuss numerology as a path for inner transformation, inner growth, self-understanding, self-knowledge, spiritual growth, all the original reason for which numerology was born. Um, my personal attempt is to make numerology accessible, applicable, grounded, so you can use it for everyday life matters and live your life in a more conscious, spiritually aware and happier way. Now, as I said, today's episode is the first episode in a kind of new concept of episodes where I will be analyzing your numerology charts freestyle without any prior preparation. Um, normally, for a professional numerology reading, I uh, take questions from my clients. They tell me exactly what they want answers about. And I take the time to prepare a chart. Um, however, today, it's going to be me looking at three random charts of people I do not know and analyze them freestyle on the spot for about 10 minutes per person. Now, I do these episodes with the intention to show you how numerology works. And for this reason, I will speak about my interpretation and about the numbers related to my interpretation as I go. Normally, I never speak about the numbers with my clients, but only focus and reveal their life story to them or answer their questions. Why? Because most people that come to me have no understanding whatsoever about numerology. What would it help them if I tell them, oh, your seven does this, and then the karmic that 19 does that, and the combination of eight and five does this, right? It's like speaking Chinese. I don't need to know the technical details of what's going on with my computer when the technician, you know, takes care of it. He'd rather just tell me, okay, there was a problem with the screen, now it's fixed, right? So that's the same. However, on this podcast, I want to provide high quality numerology education. And so I will definitely be kind of analyzing and alongside that I will be referring to the numbers or why have I just said that? So that you guys kind of get a feeling of how a numerologist, you know, thinks, interprets a chart, analyzes. Naturally, these are, you know, these are 
bits and pieces of information. Um, and learning numerology or learning how to do that uh, needs to be done properly through a real, a real course, real guidance, real uh, dedicated studies. The second reason is my wish to establish a deeper relationship with you, my listeners, and draw more and more people into the world of professional numerology. And when I kind of, you know, emphasize or highlight the word professional, right, professional numerology, I say that because there is a lot of misinformation out there or information that kind of, I would say, misrepresents the depth of numerology out there. So online, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of information and there's no quality control. My attempt is always, as, as perhaps most of you or some of you have already noticed, and perhaps the newcomers will notice, is that I always try to put an emphasis on quality, on depth, um, you know, on making numerology real and not something that is very airy-fairy or fanciful or something that people can kind of like project their imagination on, but something that is useful, accurate, can be used to really change your life and open new horizons, but also expand your consciousness and help you resolve issues or give you clarity about issues that you weren't aware of or need clarity about. So to make it very real and, and accurate, to show you the sides of real in-depth professional numerology, in other words. Now, please uh, note that at the end of episodes, in general, not only this episode, I will be posting questions and sometimes polls. And I would really, really love to hear from you directly. You can see those questions and polls below the episode descriptions on your mobile phone on Spotify. Now, forgive me, but I am not sure about other platforms, unfortunately, as my podcast appears on many platforms. Um, but most of my listeners are on Spotify. And, and I know for sure that when you listen through Spotify... You can answer these questions directly and give your opinion, give your answer. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your experience. I want to hear your opinion. So please feel free because getting to know you means that we establish a deeper sense of bonding, relationship, and my podcast will naturally gravitate towards what my listeners also want to hear and what really helps you guys. Now, in order to have a chance for your chart being analyzed in the episodes to come, all you have to do is write me your full name at birth, including middle names, your date of birth, and email address. Now make sure to write your date of birth in a way that the month is written as a word. For example, November 5th, 1975. Don't write 11 slash five slash why because for example there's the american format of writing a date of birth where the month comes first and there's a european format that i use which where the day comes first and that can be very confusing and really you know um affect the numerology interpretation so make sure to write the month as a word now please do so by answering the question that i just mentioned below the podcast description uh, and if you can find the question section, or if you are listening via Spotify, you can send me these details um, via the contact form on my website. And you can rest assured that your details are visible only to me. And by the way, you can also add a famous 
a name of a famous figure you'd like me to hear analyzing, as there will also be episodes coming where I do just that. Again, in order to show you how uh, neurology works. Uh, and once I have all these details, I'll, I'll um, you know, do a kind of raffle and choose random charts to analyze every time I record such an episode. And I will notify you if you were chosen via my newsletter. And every chosen listener will have their chart analyzed only once. So please do not send your details again if you're already chosen. Um, I want to also real quick mention that on October 5th, I'm going to be doing a free online webinar for way showers, um, people that want to know numeral, take on numerology on a deeper way to become way showers, leaders, leaders of consciousness. So October 5th, 7 p.m. Germany time CET via Zoom um, to register. You can click on the link to my meetup group provided in the episode description Make sure to join the group and then RSVP to secure your spots. And again, of the listeners that joined that meeting and gave me, provided me your, your uh, you know, their full details for a numerology chart, I will also use three randomly chosen charts in that event and analyze them. Lastly, if you want to dive deeper into numerology, I highly recommend you book a numerology reading to get to know yourself on a much more profound level. To do that, you can contact me through the link in the podcast or episode description. And also, if you wish to pursue numerology on a deeper level to know yourself with a clarity and become yourself a way shower, then you can check out my self-study numerology course or join me on my complete path of certification from beginner to numerology expert. You can check more on the links provided in the podcast and episode description. So now let us dive into the first chart of today's episode. So today's first chart is going to be of Kristen Ray Coker or Cocker. Forgive me, forgive me for not you know pronouncing your names properly. Um, if I do not, Kristen. So first of all, hello, and I just want to say that in a in a full reading. Okay, and this is uh, going to be valid for all all of you listeners who's going to be uh, who get her going to be analyzed today. I look at a chart that is, you know, I look at two charts. the The first one is the one with the full name, right? First, middle, and last. That's the full name. Then I look also at the one without the middle name, and that gives me a kind of fuller picture about you. Naturally, for these episodes, I'd not have the space and the time to do that. So I'm looking only at the chart, which I call the primary chart, the one with all the names, right? First, middle, and last. So Kristen, I'm going to say a few things. Um, first of all, it is interesting to know that you have a chart that is versatile in the sense that I can sense both a deep sensitivity at your core, Okay, like a, a kind of like someone that feels and intuits and senses things very deeply, as befits someone who has a core, an emotional core that has a seven and a two. Now, with such an emotional core, usually that will make you someone that is very um, aware of subtle energies. That means subtle energies within you, subtle energies within others, 
in general being kind of like more open to the um, the hidden um hidden kind of ripples and movements and right that under the surface of things that's kind of like the 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 essence of that seven two energy but at the same time what's so fascinating about your chart is that you also have a very strong what i would call a kind of like a fiery nature um a more dynamic outgoing um kind of adventurous and even uh, more daring element in your chart a, a, a part in you that is um, ambitious and um, adventurous and wants to try out new things. Also someone that has a kind of a natural, what I would call like a natural street wisdom, okay? A natural uh, way of kind of getting around, finding solutions, um, networking, um, finding your way around problems, but also, you know, being being kind of, as I said, like street smart, knowing how to kind of like find find yourself or find a solution or even survive difficult things because you you have a, a knack of kind of like s sniffing around and understanding who's who what's what um and that really pertains to a your five expression number but also your eight soul urge number and the way they correlate with one another so we see here like a very interesting and fascinating combination of right somebody who's very sensitive and also deep. Deep is a word I forgot to mention when I was talking about the seven and the two, right? So there's that depth right there, the center. Um, someone who cares about depth and at the same time, someone that also knows how to kind of move out there into the world and execute stuff and and uh, experiment and dare and also assert their will um so there's that fire and there's that kind of like more water air you know quality the more subtle side another fascinating aspect of your chart has to do with your what i would call a kind of a more perfectionist nature okay so you are and again, please, please, and this I say to all of you and all my listeners, very often I use um, expressions that are my way of expressing things that I see in your chart. You might not be naming them in the same way, but it's important to kind of try to get the feeling of what I'm communicating to you. And maybe later on, you'll understand what I'm trying to refer to, okay? What I'm pointing to or alluding to. So Kristen, you have you have a part in you that is perfectionist, okay? Something that is very, you know, aspiring to excellence. Again, whether you achieve excellence or not, that's a different topic, but the aspiration is there. Like something very critical, with a critical eye. I would even say a bit of a researcher, you know, someone that, um, you know, has high expectations and, 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 and really tries to, or at least expects of yourself and others, by the way, to kind of do whatever you do with a, a kind of like a sense of, um, of, of excellence. And there's a very critical eye, I would even say a, a kind of judgmental eye. And my guess is that it's, it can come as something that, that that brings about some challenges in the domain of relationships, okay? It can support you, by the way, in your career, um, but it can uh, pose a challenge when it comes to relationships because 
you know, it can be a, a bit of a um, stubborn, you know, kind of personality. And that's, that's not a judgment, by the way, that's a simple stating of facts, right? Because you are what you are and what you are is great as it is. Yet some of our structures are more easygoing uh, and you have some, some easygoing parts in you. That's what's so interesting about your chart, yet also that kind of very perfectionist side. And I think you probably also swing between those sides of yourself, like being like very kind of like high expectation oriented versus something that is kind of very easygoing, kind of like adventurous. I would say you also swing between those two sides. Uh, and that perfectionist side relates to the existence of the seven and also an eight and also a six in your chart. Like these are three numbers, okay, for all you listeners that like have a kind of quality of perfectionism. In particular, I would say the seven and the eight, you know, they also appear in more, uh, I would say, cardinal or important locations in your chart, right? The life path, the soul urge. One interesting thing I want to say before I talk about an interesting phenomenon I can already spot in your period cycles chart is that, and that I didn't mention that yet, although it's one of the most central things about your chart, Kristen, is that, and I'm going to say that in a very kind of funny way, but you have something that is a bit wacky, okay? You have something that is a bit, quote unquote, crazy, okay? Unpredictable about yourself. And I would say that that side... um may sometimes come as, you know, as a benefit or, or, you know, I would say like something that is creative or, you know, uh, surprising even to yourself. You know, there can be many interesting ideas popping out of nowhere, many, many brilliant ways of thinking about things or unexpected ways or angles of viewing things, life, events, circumstances. However, that side can be also unsettling. Uh, because it can cause a lot of internal upheaval, especially psychological. Um, a lot of, um, in some cases, even, um, I would say, real psychological issues, okay? Um, and upheavals, because because the, um, this particular combination really almost has this kind of like intention as, as, as a higher lesson to kind of throw you out of control. And to let you, to kind of like put you in a situation where you need to trust, to trust life, to trust something bigger than yourself, higher than yourself, to really put things in order. And right, it can sometimes things seem like things are going crazy, like they're out of control internally, psychologically. So it's, it's a kind of, on the one hand, it can bring you into a place of brilliance, Okay, as I said, brilliance and creativity. But at, at, on the other end, it can also be like, I don't know what's going on with me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit crazy. You know, things are spinning out of control. Like, I don't understand really what's going on inside of me. You know, everything is kind of very, mm, like, like, like inner storms and tsunamis and confusions and um, unexpected emotions that I myself do not understand when they pop up suddenly, okay? Now, I'm simply going to say that, in short, this is very much related to your core uh, seven and five, seven life path, five uh, um, expression number, and take into account that both of these in your chart are also karmic debts. So we're talking about 16, seven, 14.5, and that naturally exacerbates the, the extremities of what I said, okay? 
Now we're slowly kind of getting to the end of um, Kristen's chart, but Kristen, I want to say one more thing. You're in the midst of a cycle, pinnacle, and challenge that are as follows. Cycle two, pinnacle one, challenge six. To me, that indicates, and again, I cannot say 100% for sure, but it indicates that there was, or perhaps you're undergoing, but... I would, I would, I would kind of guess that you went through like some years ago. You went through some kind of breakup, um, and 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 love became you know uh, less available, or you know there was some issue there, really like a kind of like a crossroads. And you probably have found yourself, and perhaps still finding yourself, in a place where there are more question marks or doubts. You know, like energies pulling in opposing directions. Very often, when you see like a two and a one and a cycle and a pinnacle showing up together, it can really be, you know, an energetic split, right? That we we it's it's harder, or as as I said, like a crossroads. And particularly with the sixth challenge, I would assume it has to do with love, right? Like somebody that maybe, or that perhaps there was some kind of stability. You know, somebody was there and your ways parted, something, again, along these lines or something that was very important, you know, kind of like got disconnected from your life and suddenly you find yourself in a crossroads, right? Energy's pulling here, energy's pulling there. And it's a bit like, it's a bit of a struggle, an uphill, we can say, journey to kind of like reunite the pieces. Um, Don't worry, this doesn't stay forever this way. It will kind of start shifting more towards the age of, I would say, 37, 38. You're getting there. Okay, Kristen. So I hope that this chart um, or this, you know, short analysis inspired a bit uh, inspired you a bit and um, maybe and hopefully um, touch some good points. Next on, we're going to talk about the chart of Rakhe, Rakhe Aurora. Again, I hope I'm pronouncing your rate, your names properly, but if not, forgive me. Rakhe. So with Rakhe, again, we're seeing a very different chart because um, Rakhe's chart has a very, what I would call a very pronounced structure, okay? Rakhe has many ones and some twos in her chart. That's very, very interesting when you see that because that means that Rakhe, on the one hand, you have a very strong individualistic side about you, Okay. Like, and, and especially also the wish, you know, the aspiration and the kind of like the natural temperament of an individualistic person, okay? Um, someone who wants to go their way, someone who's very opinionated, very straightforward. Um, I would say like, an, a nat- I, I would say like there's a, a natural kind of sense of... Um, directness okay about you like um you 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 want or you aspire or you kind of naturally gravitate to communicate communicating yourself very directly um also in relationships um but the thing is the thing is this the existence of the two in your chart and its positioning relative to the ones creates a life theme, okay, guys, and here, for all of my listeners, I want to show you how in numerology you can spot, like, a a deep-rooted or deep-seated issue in a chart. When I see, like, strong ones, okay, in particular in the core locations, in the strongest of the core locations, right, so, like, the the life path, the solar, but then I see, like, an expression number two, it is an 11-2, okay, it's a master number two, and still, 
If you've listened to my episodes about master numbers, you'll know that a master number still functions both as a master number, but also as a single digit. So it's a two uh, for all matters. Um, and in that, this relationship between the ones and the two in your chart creates like a fundamental life topic that has to do with self-doubt and issues around self-worth and indecision. Very, very, very often, if not always, in all the charts I've seen with people with such a structure, there is a kind of intensity, you know, brought about by the one energy and at the same time, something that really uh, pulls the brake big time on that intensity and creates a lot of self-doubt. And as I said, like a lot of issues with like self-worth. Now, because it's an 11 and you have two 11s, you have like a birthday number 11, you have an expression number 11. I would say this energy is strong in your life. You can be an inspired person and also a person that acts, you know, and, and sometimes even acts intensely. One and 11, that's a different story, right? One and 11 can, can do a lot, okay? But there still is that topic of the two. That topic of indecision, of, of, of you know, um, issues around self-confidence, um, issues around self-trust. Um, and why would I say that in your chart it is even amplified to a degree? Because in your case, two out of the three ones and the two that are more central, in fact, the life path and the soul urge are karmic debts, 19-1 and 19-1. So... Having this kind of um, constitution, this arranged energetic arrangement, I would say, you know, brings about a topic in your life that has to do with, you know, the sense of um, helplessness very often or not trusting yourself, your gut feeling or the direction you're going uh, through or um, towards. So this is like the challenging side, okay? So I already mentioned there, there's like the strength of the one, right? There is that leadership quality. And there's also the leadership quality coming from the 11 because anybody with a strong functioning 11, which you have two of, you know, um, would be someone very inspired, um, very often spiritually inclined, very often someone that wants to inspire other people and bring knowledge or inspiration. And, and very often, by the way, multi-talented as well. 11s are, are inspiring, they're very often daring, they will often serve a, a higher purpose. Um, so the one with that leadership quality and the 11 with that, you know, inspirational quality will definitely make you someone that can inspire people, can influence people. Again, an important word here, right? The one with the 11, you know, casting influence on people, right? Really, um kind of moving things in people's lives, changing things, leading them into an inspiring horizon. This is really something that 1 and 11 can do together. Um, that's one side. The other side that you have to deal with, right, is the shadow. We all have shadows, right? And yours is what I just mentioned a couple uh, of minutes ago. Now, Rakhe, there's another important uh, aspect I want to talk about, and that has to do with a challenge pertaining to your um, period cycles. Something interesting that I've spotted. Again, this is all, you know, done on the spot now. So I'm not like preparing anything, but I'm just looking at your chart kind of and, 
you know, playing with it a bit, with the numbers, looking at the details. And what I see, Rake, is that there is a topic in your life, another topic that is very, very important to always take care of because it's very central. And that has to do with stability. So topics of money, topics of, you know, health or connection with the body, you know, relationship with the body. And having the sense of ground, okay, uh, is, is, is very, very important and something that, in a, in a sense, I would say has always been a kind of a central theme in your life, okay? The lack of ground or the lack of stability and the search for stability. And I would say that's also connected and related to the fact that you have that one, two, relationship in your chart that creates that kind of rupture, I would say, right, in the very core of the structure and always destabilizes things. And therefore, we can also see that for reinforcing that uh, observation and telling us, yes, there is like something that always creates a kind of like rattling the ship, rupturing, you know, any solid structure and and forces you to kind of like deal with um, topics pertaining to stability, um, so, so, you know, when I talk about stability, as I said, I'm talking about a, the sense of like having roots, you know, belonging, having a stable home, being able to create something for the long run, being able to sustain things, either a project, a relationship or, um, money for the long run health for the long run, um, Sometimes it can denote that like a person is very much attached, by the way, to safety and always feels as if it isn't there, although they're constantly, you know, doing everything to kind of like sustain and, 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 um, and generate it. So that can also be the case. Nevertheless, it is a central issue or a topic in your life. Um, last but not least, before I move on to the last chart, I want to tell you that you are in a... Um, personal year six in a personal month, number six. So that's a very interesting time in particular to really, really focus on healing. Healing during a six year in a six month. I mean, this will be valid for an entire six year, right? But like, especially and particularly now with that double six energy, really pulling you towards healing, completion when it comes to relationships or things that have left you know, have been left maybe, you know, um, not, not kind of like, uh, have been left open, right? Like to, to, to get things kind of like not leave any open ends or heal certain parts within yourself, but also with people that you really love a very, very good time to do that or to heal just general. Some of the deep topics I was mentioning earlier. Okay, dear Rake. So I hope again, as with Kristen, that this, um, touch some interesting points for you and that for you, my listeners, this has been kind of interesting and inspiring to listen. Let's move on to the last chart for today. The chart is of Joanne Sarah Hales. So Joanne, an interesting uh, chart you have. Um, Your chart is more what I would call a, 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 a clear topic chart because it, it the, all the numbers kind of come together and form a very particular archetype. And in your case, um, the archetype has to do with you know the the um, the archetype of the wise one or you know the one that is you know ultimately or ideally should gain wisdom 
and spiritual knowledge. I would start right off the bat by saying that your chart has a very strong combination of nine, seven, and two. Okay, this is what I always call as the spiritual um, trio, right? The spiritual trio of numbers that constitute like people or energies or tendencies, whether it appears in our core chart or in the period cycles to really go through in-depth, you know, spiritual uh, paths or destinies or times, Now, appearing as a structure, especially with nine at the center of it all, really shows that it's not only that there is an interest in spirituality per se, but also like that you are, the core of it is that core of like a sun at the center. There's a real generous heart and a very passionate heart as well at the center. So the way you approach whatever it is that you approach, spiritual or not, there's like this, ah, this generous, this big heart right there at the center. I would say that that sometimes, you know, um, because your seven is located in your hands number and because hands number, <laughs> forgive me for saying that, that's, that's the way I teach my students. I teach a, a method called the human body method, right? So the, the seven appears in your expression number and the expression number is, is that part of your being that's supposed to manifest the essence, the nine, the life path, right? So the seven is a slower number. It's, it's particularly in your case, a 16, seven, meaning a karmic debt seven. It can slow down the nine sometimes, right? There are ways in which they cooperate and understand each other amazingly, right? On the level of wisdom, on the level of wanting to really share quality, they are really numbers that prefer quality over quantity, for sure, for sure. And that's part of you, uh, Joanne. And uh, nevertheless, the 16-7 can also come sometimes as a kind of like um, um, like a counter, a counter energy that really slows down the in- intensity of the nine. This can be also good, by the way. You know, sometimes we just want to explode onto things and it kind of slows us down and makes you kind of like plan your steps and how you would share that love, that intensity, that light that really wants to kind of burst out into the world. And, and then there's the two. The two is your soul urge. And it, again, it's, it's a very intuitive number, a very receptive number. So you're definitely like a super intuitive personality. That's very, very clear to me. Um, but also the two is a kind of like a, you know, like a, 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 um, a buffer, you know, or a kind of like a, 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 an element that slows down a bit, the nine, I would say. But then again, it's not only slowing down. That's why it's kind of, it's, an, it's very interesting. It has that slowing down effect, but also that adds an element of, as I said, like a water of care, you know, so that fire of the nine doesn't only explode and like burn everything, you know, but also it kind of mitigates that effect and as that beauty of the water, of the gentleness, of the care. So on the one hand, it can stand as something that slows down your essence of nine, but at the same time, you know, the the the, the seven and the two, you know, cooperating with your nine core can really add that element of of depth to all that, you know, love and that intensity and help you really share whatever it is you want to share from your heart with quality, real quality and real care and also generosity, the nine and the two. Let's speak about nine and two for a second. Nine and two are very, very kind people. So I would say you're very kind and that definitely shows in relationships. 
I think that with any relationship you you have, be it like a partner or real close friends, any close person in your life, you're very, very kind and, and compassionate. There's a natural compassion there. That's not to say that you cannot get really, really intense because you can. Your nine is of an eight is an 18 slash nine. So it's a nine made of one and eight. These are very fiery nine. So like when you get angry, right? Uh, when you're ticked off, but really, then you can really burn, okay? You can get really angry. Also, you got that 16-7, right, at the core of the expression number. So, again, an edgy 7, a 7 that can be very cutting in its ways, right? Like slamming the door too quickly or, you know, judging too quickly, you know, turning around and going away. You know, endings, by the way, this is an important word I want to mention in your case because having both a nine and a seven. And by the way, I didn't mention that you have another seven at your, on your birthday number, right? A tw- you were born on the 25th. That's a seven, 25. Two sevens. I would say that you the, the, the encounter with deep topics, as I said, spiritual topics, but also you know deep spiritual topics can sometimes be challenging because it's meeting the mystery. It's meeting the end, the end of what? The end of the known, the mystery, the end of, or, or I would say the end of life, right? What is beyond this physical body? This can sometimes you know, take us to real deep places and you really have that kind of deep emotional kind of temperament and personality. And I would imagine with such, you know, such, um, such a combination of numbers, you know, 89, that is a bit more of an intense nine, and a 16-7, a bit more of an intense 7, with a birthday number 7, and also maturity number 7, by the way, I would say you definitely experienced your share of kind of like intense endings, sometimes even painful endings in your life, having to say goodbye to either something or someone very dear. So it's like a topic, I would say, that like is kind of hovering over your chart and your life, and something you will in some way always need to deal with. Um... Then again, seven and nine is also about obtaining deep wisdom. As I mentioned in the, in the beginning of your chart, the, the wise one, right? The elder. So, so that's um, definitely in a very, very interesting part of your chart. Now, you are in a personal year eight, and that means you're about to shift into a new pinnacle, and you're going to be steeped, <laughs> steep, Joanne, really, in a seven energy, okay? it's You've already been in it, but it's going to become even more intensified. Now, that can, that can signify a few things. There's never uh, only good or only bad. And, and in fact, from the, a higher perspective, a soul perspective, a cosmic perspective, everything is... Everything is a creative opportunity. Everything is happening for you to learn. A double seven energy that is coming definitely shows me that there's going to be a lot of energy pulling you inwards to take inventory on a deeper level on who you are. Uh, where have you been? Where have you been, you know, kind of like going or, or how's your path been? Like, you know, it's, it's a time for observation, a time to ask the deeper questions, a time to kind of like reassess who you are, where you're going. And this is going to be with you for a long time. So it shows me that like life really wants to kind of mold you 
uh, in that kind of like material, the seven material. Um, it can also be a time with a bit more of a, an introversion, as I said, and something is a bit more kind of like in yourself, maybe uh, less kind of prone to socializing, sometimes even more alone or more lonely, less social. Again, these are all potentials. There are no Still, let's remember, you have a very strong nine at the center. You also have a five personality number, two, you know, solar. These are all very social numbers. It's not that you're suddenly, you know, not going to be who you are, but there will be an energy more inclined in these directions. So, as I said, like, you know, buckle up, prepare yourself. Um, it's always nice, right, to know kind of the dynamics, the energetic dynamics that's are, that are happening or taking place in our life. Wonderful, Joanne. I hope this inspired you and again, touched some uh, points um, that are real and true for you. Um, great. So for everyone, I just want to say this was kind of like a demonstration of some spontaneous readings. Naturally, you know, I did not prepare myself. I did not like really look at the charts in depth. This was completely freestyling, improvising on charts. But I hope this still gave you some kind of taste of what it feels like, you know, when you have like more understanding, more understanding. And, and, and again, take into account that there are so many other components in the numerology chart that I did not even mention or go into. I just looked at the foundations and started to give you like a feeling um, of the chart itself. Um, now, you know, also, you know, so, 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 um, also, also, another thing I didn't mention, like take into account that like a full reading is one hour long and is prepared based on the needs of my clients and their questions. So it really allows me to dive in very deep and also give, you know, very, very precise answers um, to very precise questions. Nevertheless, I'm sure that by listening to these episodes, as there will be more to come, you can get a taste and feeling of numerological analysis so that, you know, my, my podcast and everything I talk about becomes more real in your experience. And, and as usual, you know, I hope that this, you know, inspires you to go deeper into numerology and, um, you know, and I'm also very much looking forward to reading your answers, you know, to my podcast episodes, to, to know more about you, to give you better, you know, uh, insights and to keep analyzing those of you who will give or provide their details in future episodes. Now, before I say goodbye, my dear ones, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to keep learning more grounded, in-depth, high-quality numerology make sure to click the follow or subscribe button. It means a lot to me. Do it on the platform you're listening from and become part of this growing numerology community and family and, you know, get updated with my latest podcast episodes. Participate, take part, send in your details, your answers. Um, yeah, and let's, let's, let's keep growing uh, in our numerological education. Also remember... Um, that I'm giving a free online webinar on October 5th. And you can uh, simply join uh, my meetup group and make sure to secure your spot by RSVPing. The links are provided in the description of the episode. You can also book a numerology reading. If this was kind of like 
you know, if that tickled you, what happened today, and you want to try it for yourself, but the real deal, uh, then you can always book a numerology reading. The links are also provided in the description of the episode. And remember to check out my self-study numerology course or in-depth numerology studies that actually leads you to full certification. Okay, my friends, I, I was inspired. I hope you too. And I'm very much looking forward to hearing and reading your answers and reading more charts to come. And I'll see you as always in the next episodes. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, and you want to go deeper into numerology, check out my website, tom-eckert.com. You can also book a numerology reading or even study numerology yourself through my courses. I'll see you in the next episode.